This is the Property Solopreneur Podcast, and I'm Rachel Troughton. I'll be talking about everything you need to create wealth by building your portfolio in a sustainable and profitable way. I'll be sharing the realities of a property investing business. I'll talk bricks and mortar, buy to let, HMOs, flipping and planning game, as that's what we all enjoy doing. But I'll also share how to use good systems, processes, and find the right professionals to work with. In fact, everything that will enable you to become a successful property solopreneur. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Property Solopreneur. And this week, it's all about something that most investors don't like to think about until it's too late. Because like taxes, the other certainty in life is that we will die. But before then, we, and I hope we have all have a great bit of life called retirement, when we can all be like grown-up children and do exactly what we want to do. I hope that we can all do it because we planned it and we have the money to do it. I think we're very lucky, those of us who work in property, because we should be able to do exactly what we want because we'll have earned everything we need through property. Ka-ching! It should be that simple. Well, I know I've been planning my exit since I started property. You know, the first house I bought was referred to as the wedding house. We knew it'd be sold to pay for our daughter's wedding. And she was six when we bought it. We're great fans of planning ahead. And then we bought the school fee house and then the university fund house. And then we suddenly realised we didn't need to name them anymore because we'd gone on buying far more properties than we'd planned for in our acquisition phase. We knew we could actually just raise the funds we needed as and when we wanted to through normal dispersal as per our business plan. But the point remains, I want money when I retire to behave disgracefully, have fun. Now, a foodie friend and I, we've already planned. We're going to eat our way up Italy, you know, staying in the finest villas, eating all that delicious stuff as we work our way up from the boot to the top. And then, of course, there's going to be another year in France, so think castles and chateaus. Although I think we'll definitely have to do that one by region, which may take a few more than one year. So, yep, funds are definitely going to be required. Now, this whole retirement thing has come to the front of my mind because I met an 80-plus-year-old lady the other day at lunch who is still letting the cleaners into her half holiday lets, and she's still supervising the general ongoing work of her company because her children are still flat out on their own, in their own worlds, and, you know, she's never bothered to stand back and either train them or to outsource when she actually had the energy to do so. It's easier now for her just to accept the fact that she's got to do all this stuff, even though she feels dreadful doing it, than to try and train somebody new to do it. Like so many property peeps, she saw paying for someone else to do what she could do when she was enjoying it as being a crashing waste of money. The fact that it was tax deductible was completely irrelevant, but I'm afraid... You know, time and tide stands for no man. One day she was in robust middle age and then suddenly those prime retirement years had flown by. It was no longer fun. And frankly, the whole property thing was turning to ashes in front of her. Well, we want to enjoy the fruits of our labours or eat them, whatever it is. You know, there's a season for everything. And I think it's part of setting up and running your property business 
to factor in that exit strategy. And I'm not talking the exit strategies we always talk about, you know, oh, what if it doesn't sell? You rent it out. No, this is the end X strategy. Now, property may be your passion, but is it your children? Is it your children's passion? They may love the income and the future wealth it brings them, but they may be no more attached to it than a share certificate. So what to do? Well, I don't know about you, but when I started getting all fired up about property, and I still get terribly fired up about it, I made lists, lists of what I didn't know, how to do stuff how much it cost, who I needed to know. Well, you know, lists of questions that I needed to nail down really quickly. It seemed absolutely right to do all of that because after all, this was property and I knew property was a complete game changer. But I also knew that at this point, I didn't speak the language of property. Well, most of us don't speak the language of death, inheritance tax, or how to get along in retirement. You know, I know more about my friends' marriages and sex lives than I do about their tax planning and financial arrangements for their twilight years. And we should all be swapping stories to help us. Um, But that may actually be why there are, at the moment, so many great money gurus writing books about how to deal with life and money. But come on, retirement. Nope, it's not a topic of conversation that comes up very often. Now, it may be that all my friends are serial business owners and will probably never fully retire. I know some people who will. They've all told me that in strategy sessions and when I'm working with them, but none of my friends are going to because they're still going to be sitting in on board meetings, keeping their hands in and their marbles shining brightly, but they won't be found on a wet Wednesday or a Saturday night morning early in the day, making sure that the handsovers are happening or the tenant has been evicted and the property is sorted out prior to reletting. Or even my favourite, which has happened uh, to a very close friend, rodding out a tenant's drain on Christmas Eve. So what's to do? Well, before I suggest a raft of very useful bond mows, I think you need to be in possession of all the facts and figures and be crystal clear on what you're actually worth and how much you actually owe which (laughs) may not be quite what you think it is. So think through your process of sourcing a property. I bet you've got a very nifty interactive spreadsheet which tells you everything you need to know about your property world. And if you're really on the ball, and oh gosh, I do hope you are, that then you would have updated it each and every time you refinance, you know, adding all those fees, all the types that you've incurred for new mortgages so that you know, hand on heart, what the redemption cost is, and therefore whether you'll be able to just pay the mortgage off and what with, or can you afford to sell that property if the capital gains have grown so much, you may not be able to pay off the mortgage because you've suddenly discovered by doing this piece of work, did you owe HMRC too much? Now, if you're like me, that won't be a problem because once I've got my money out, I remortgage at the same amount or less each time. I've done that since the beginning and I leave room for my equity in every property to pay capital gains or any other nasties that come along at the end of of the whole property world circle. Now, if it's in a company, don't feel smug because you're not going to get away scot-free because there's always tax to pay somewhere. And don't forget, tax can be paid by a company, but you've got to extract that money out of your company, haven't you? You've got to do it somehow. And of course, if you're a property person and you've been doing it a while, 
I suspect you've got more than one company and more than one type of property business. And of course, they all have slightly different rules depending on how they were set up and what the structure is. Oh, joy. Now, knowing all of this, have you got a plan? Number one, when do you want to hand over or retire? Don't forget you're making the rules here. You can retire very slowly in different bits. You can slide gradually out of harness if you want to. You don't have to go from full on to nothing overnight. That's old school. And you're making the rules. But it is very handy for the person that's going to try and unsort this all out for you to have some idea of timelines. Secondly, pay for the best advice you can get. This is not the moment for YouTube freebies or a general practitioner of law. Now, you may still feel like you did when you started all this property acquisition, you know, i.e. probably quite broke, in debt, not being able to do much. But let me let you into a little secret. You're now one of the rich. You've got serious wealth in property and it's time to do a bit of adulting. Now, I normally hate the habit of making a noun into a verb, but you know, I think this one really works. But as always, the property solopreneur's got you. I'm recording an episode with an amazing lawyer that only does this sort of law. It's a very, very specialist field. And trust me, she does not come cheap. But neither, though, does HMRC. And bad, cheap advice means you're going to pace for it not having actually worked in the way that you think, and you may have to pay more than you bargained for. You're always going to have to pay for stuff somewhere, aren't you? There's no such thing as below-value tax planning. Well, at this point, let me say that this is a group activity for property professionals and their tax advisors. When we had our last meeting about this, we had our specialist probate lawyer, so much easier if you deal with them before you die or retire, because there are time limits on some things. Our trust fund lawyers, our tax accountant and the bookkeeper, all in one room to discuss us and our assets. Now, this, of course, did lead to some slightly odd feelings because we were definitely being discussed in the third person. But here's the thing, you see, we could keep saying, well, what if? If this happened, then what happens? Oh, right. Okay, no, that's not what we meant. Let's try asking that question in a different way. At the end of our session, we all went away and the paperwork was drawn up. We all read it and we read inked it. And it, points were highlighted as now being irrelevant or a really stupid idea. And then we all got back into the room and met up again. We repeated the process. And as and when we found something that was right for a particular question or point, it was submitted to HMRC for approval because, believe it or not, they can poo-poo some ideas. So some things took a couple of months for them to come back and go, no, we like that. We're happy with that's how it's going to happen. And the great thing about doing all this is I don't have to be the clever one. Yes, I can do property. I don't have to be a specialist in law and tax and my end of life and all the rest of it as well. I've got the money to, to pay for this stuff and they've got the brains. They've got the knowledge. So I can have an idea. Now, I've no idea if it's legal, practical or fair. And then just say, make it so. Have a little Star Trek moment, if you like. But the boffins, they will come back to me with the suggestions and say, well, if you do this, then that will happen. If you don't do this, then that is the effect. 
Now, I know it's not going to be perfect, but it's better than nothing. And as a solopreneur, all this is up to you. You cannot slope shoulders. You cannot expect anyone but you to be as passionate about what you do as yourself. This is, you know, after all, your bread and butter, what makes you jump up in the morning with enthusiasm. So do you want to enjoy the fruits of your labours, you know? Bask in the comfort and enjoyment of that wealth that belongs to you. Enjoy the choices that you've always planned for and hoped for, as long as you have your good health. But if you're fully committed to this property work, however you're doing it, in whatever field, however long you do it for, it's going to be a game changer. And remember, there are only two certainties in life, aren't there? Tax and death. Now, it is completely possible, as I've suggested, to do something about the former. Always focus on the possible and, you know, the impossible can happen. But I'm afraid it doesn't mean to say you're going to live forever. But you will live out the end of your life, whenever that is, in the way that you want. Now, if this is something you haven't thought of or need to do, come and work with me. This is what I do with property people on a strategy day. Now, strategy is not, I'm going to do flips for the next six years. No, strategy is so much more and so much bigger than that. It's the overarching umbrella of the where, the what and the how of your actions. You know, making sure that every day when you're working hard, you're working towards those big end goals, not just doing stuff because it's there. Yes, the business plan for the year is essential. Honestly, you'll not make serious money if you just hope that things will happen. It's vital to be absolutely on the bit, to know where you are every single quarter so that you can make sure you're giving yourself a talking to if you're deviating or not just doing what you should do. Your strategy is knowing what techniques you're going to use. That is the important thing. Even knowing what your pay down plans are. You know, they all fall under the umbrella. It's working out what to do short term because markets change, making sure that the long term plans are still being addressed and worked towards. Well, this is what I do with property people, creating the long term strategy from which all those yearly plans come and the quarter plans and then the weekly actions, they all come from your overarching strategy. And I must say there are no one size fits all templates. All of us are very, very different. Well, find my details in the show notes or go straight to racheltroughton.com and book in a call with me. Don't forget, the future will come to you. You don't have to go and look for it. And you want it to be one of your dreams, not of your nightmares. Thank you for listening to the Property Solopreneur podcast with Rachel Troughton. If you want to create a professional and profitable property business, download my property business checklist now at racheltroughton.com slash checklist.